one. All right, folks, welcome to the Jimmy O Show. Uh, kickoff special coming to you from Stack Coaching, uh, not the studios, the gym this time. Uh, apropos, I guess, uh, for the situation as I have our two stars on the defense, or two of many stars, but the biggest stars probably, Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams. How you doing, guys? Good, good. How are you? I'm great. I say it's apropos because look, all the hard work, all the all season, all the lifting and running and everything is sort of behind us now, and we're on the eve of kickoff. Yes, sir. How we feeling? Excited, excited, ready to hit another jersey on Saturday. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've talked to a lot of since the first show, first few shows, because y'all were two of my earliest guests. You know, I've talked to a lot of teammates, and I would say. You know, it'd be nice to just let it out and hit somebody as hard as you want. But it sounds like from the offensive guys, you guys didn't really hold back too much in practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, we try to. We try to take care of our teammates. But at the end of the day, the only thing they can simulate, especially being a defensive guy, is just practicing with their level of tenacity because that's something you can't cut off on a week-to-week and just cut on on Saturday. Um, so I feel like, you know, me, Dorian, and the rest of the defense do a great job of practicing at the up-tempo, but also being able to take care of our teammates at the same time. Right. Practice hard, but practice clean. Practice and, yes, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, practice smart. I know Coach Fritz does a great job with keeping guys unnecessarily off the ground and so right, forth. Right. Yes, Wasn't well, always that way, man. When I was there, you know, there was a lot of cut. We, we were still cut blocking and everything else <laughs> in practice. Uh, but, you know, we somehow managed to survive. <laughs> we were a little lucky through the grace of God, I guess. But... Um, so, man, look, you know, I guess this is all part of the journey, right? You know, you, you, y'all been here quite a while now, four long years. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and now we're, we're finally here. It's going to be, I guess, definitely your last season, Nick. You're a senior. Yes, sir. And, and Dorian, you're a junior. Yes, sir. I know the scouts are looking. It may very well be <laughs> your last season. So we won't think about the future. We'll think other than this next 12, 13, 14 games, I guess, in front of us, right? With a conference championship and a bowl. Right. Yes, sir. That's 14 games. 14. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. Sure. And, and I guess the old Addy axiom applies one game at a time, of course. First right. up, UMass. Um, you know, we're not going to go too deep into it, but what are you, what are some of just some general thoughts you have looking forward to the Minutemen coming down to UMass? Most definitely. Um, just looking at UMass, um, I feel like they're a talented team uh, rather than other people think. You know, they went and they brought in 20-plus uh, transfers. Um, they have coaches that are, you know, very well-known in the coaching world. I feel like they run a good scheme. You know, their OC being a former uh, analyst for Michigan last year, and you look at Michigan, they were Big Ten champions. So I don't feel like, you know, UMass is just one of those teams that you can just cross off on the schedule and say, you know, okay, let's look forward to week two. I do think they're a respectable football team, um, and I don't want to – give them no knocks, but I know we're going to have to come out there and, you know, play our best two-lane football, in which we plan to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For sure. Um, I know on the defensive side of the ball, man, we're just ready to get after it, man. Ready, you know, like Nick said, play, hit somebody else, you know, and that's the plan. You know, go out, smack guys in the mouth, you know, have a good, have a good time out there. Really. Mm. You know, the interesting point y'all bring up is the fact that they come from this background with a, a Michigan guy, and, of course, we don't know what they're going to run because right. – we haven't seen this guy as an offensive coordinator call him plays. But I, I think when I think of the strength of two-lane defense, or at least what we're built for, we're sort of built to play against, our, in a lot of respects, our conference the way they play. We have, we're basically a 4-2-5 base for the right. most part, right? And we have two linebackers who are rangy, who can cover a lot of ground. We, 
we're good against, and we're designed to play against sort of some wide open teams, teams that spread it out, and we can run in space, make plays in space. Right. When you watch Michigan play last year, though, they like to get in the phone booth a little bit. Yeah. So are we uh, is that one of the things that we're kind of looking at is that these guys may come out and try to smash us in the mouth, run between the tackles, keep it keep it tight that way, or that's one of the things that um, Coach Moose had men- mentioned. Um, just looking at the way they did things at their previous spots, they were more of a running football team. They do a lot of things to mess with your eyes, but for the most part, they want to line up, they want to run the ball. They do have a talented running back in number seven. Um, pretty big kid on, on paper, about um, what, 6'1", 200 plus pounds. Um, so I definitely think that, you know, they're going to try to come out and run the ball against us. But, I mean, that's one of the things we pride ourselves in is, you know, our run defense over the years is being able to stop the run and try to make a offense one-dimensional. So it's nothing that I'm too much worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you got the guys like, well, me and Nate, you know, our favorite teams to play against in the Army and Navy. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, we like to be in the phone books ourselves. So, you know, uh, I like being between the tackles, man. It's a good time, you know, see you like, you know, what you're really made out of, man, you know, we're head-to-head football, man. I love it, man. Yeah. Having a good time. I was, I was similar in that respect, but it was for different reasons. That y'all. y'all are really good in the phone booth. I, I'd rather be in the phone booth in tight space because I couldn't move. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the only thing I could do, even mediocre, was was the tight play and, you know, run blocking and so forth. So uh, it, it, it would be an interesting worldview if I had that way. I was like, look, I could play any style you want, but I want to play this Smash Mouth style. Please bring it, right? Yes, um, so, you know, when I think of you guys and y'all's play and just as plays defense overall in your tenures here, you know, one thing I always think of, and, and it's conducive to this, is there's, w- with a little stretch last year ex- as an exception, just a tremendous gap discipline. We, we make good run fits. We, we're, I think, you know, have been coached well in that respect, and we've got good players that can execute a good gap, gap sound defensive run scheme. So I hope. I hope that's what we see out of these guys, but, you know, we'll be prepared for anything, I'm sure. Um, so, guys, uh, looking at those, uh, the fallout or, or the, the wrapping up of fall camp, uh, looks like it was a pretty successful camp from, from a health standpoint, right? right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely better than last year, man. You know, we had a lot of guys beat up, and, you know, at this point out for the season, going into the season. So, it was it's definitely – Fun having you know guys like Devin Gill, Carlos back in action, you know having those guys run around, make some plays. So it's definitely fun having those guys back. Yeah, you know, and I th- you think about it. I mean, <laughs> it's like like it was like you were afraid to read the camp news last year. A lot of times, it was like who's down now, you know. And really, the injuries this year are pretty minimal, and that was a goal, right? That that was that was a stated goal. You guys talked about it early on. One of the big focuses of the offseason workout was to keep guys healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we know that the injury report's not lengthy, but how your bodies feel? Do you feel feel fresher than you've ever felt at this time of the year? I do feel fresh. Um, today was a real practice, though. That New Orleans heat definitely came out today. <laughs> um, but that's something that Coach Fritz has been preaching for us to be uh, able to use that as our advantage, you know, um, especially playing at home and having different about seven home games, being able to use the atmosphere that we play in and practicing every day to our advantage. But aside from that, you know, I feel fresh and frisky, um, ready to go, ready to have a, a healthy season, knock on wood. But that's just one of the things that Coach Hester has came in and really just improved as far as the strength and conditioning program of bringing that expertise and that level of um, just training to keep everybody healthy, keep guys healthy, knowing when to pull off, knowing when to, you know, go harder. Um, and this is one of the things that's just testament to him of guys, you know, being healthy and being ready to start the season. Mm-hmm. 
but Coach told us, man, he's like, hey, man, you know, like, we've been hitting off all camp. You know, we're doing that strength-wise all summer. He's like, hey, man, guys, your body's it's normal to feel a little beat up. Like you play football, man. Right. Your body's not supposed to be throwing into it like that. Like it's it's part of the game, man. We love it, man. It's just you know happy to have the support cast we have and keep guys back going and you know get the bumps and bruises all out of you. Right. You know, and I, I guess the other advantage of wrapping up camp coming in, you don't have to see as much of a guy like Sincere as, <laughs> as much. I huh? like so so you know maybe a little inside drill, but for the most part, you're getting into your your game specific. So you're seeing some right. scout team guys. Hopefully, how how's that been? Has, one of the things that we we hope for on the outside is that the depth of the team is growing such that you got competition at every position. But another thing is. The better the guys, the younger guys, the guys waiting their turn are, the better looks you get right. from a scout team. So how's that been? Do you, are we getting some good looks from from the scout team as you see? Yes, sir. I definitely, I definitely. Uh, I like how the scout team is holding each other accountable. Right. You know, a lot of guys back in the day, you know, they used to get on scout team and really just go through the motions. But I feel like we got leaders now on scout team as well, which That's I've awesome. never seen. So I feel like it's great. You know, the guys holding each other accountable. You know, getting each other's hands. You know, it's great. Man. <laughs> Sure. And I also feel like we got guys that are not afraid to accept their role of being a scout team player. You know, you have a lot of guys who think they're too good to be on scout team. Me and Dorian both were on scout team when we first got here, whether that's, you know, giving looks to the offense or giving looks to our own defensive players. And I feel like, you know, that's just important as being a one or a two, you know, giving an accurate look. And um, just shout out to guys like Tate Jernigan, somebody that, you know, uh, fresh and walk on, um, running back that comes and he plays hard. And we need that, you know, we need to be able to, you know, somebody that can come in and simulate what we're gonna see on Saturdays because if we don't have anybody that can't do that, then the first time we're really seeing a real look is on game day. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's such a matter perspective, right? And, and it's hard for guys. I think ego comes into it, and it's always hard to buy into. It's always about me and what, what, why am I being treated this way instead of what can I do for us, right? right. And, and what can do a whole. And when you start getting guys that understand that, that whatever whatever role you find yourself in, it's an opportunity to play football, and it's an opportunity to make yourself better, to make an impression, but also. To, to help out all the other hundred guys around, right, right, and and seeing that is, I mean, that's such a key. I think if you talk to any successful team, I mean, I guarantee you, you go up to Tuscaloosa and ask those guys what the secret sauce is. It's 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 that that the, the, the third team guys, the fourth team guys are they're given hard competition every single day, right. making the guys up top better. Um, so uh, looking at. Um, the, the, you mentioned some of the guys, Carlos Hatcher, Devin Deal, seeing them out there. You know, we, we were missing them last year. Mm -hmm. um, another guy who's really come on and I think he had a great camp was Keith Cooper. Yes. Right. Great and so, you know, all of a sudden I'm looking, I was like, I don't know what kind of depth we got down there on the edges. Now all of a sudden I'm starting to see some real numbers, quality numbers. Mm -hmm. Give your assessment right now, just, just real quick, of, of the guys we have sort of in front of you. Um, where where are our strengths? Where are our weaknesses? What 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 are uh, how excited are you are to watch these guys ball out Saturday? Um, I'm excited for the D line. Um, you look at you know the COVID year playing behind guys like uh, Pat Johnson, Cam Sample, uh, Dre, Big Jeffrey. You know that was something that we tried last year to replace. But you know having those as many talented guys, you know it takes time, especially if you're trying to look at that 
through freshmen. So to see guys like Keith Cooper, who has really just taken a stance and being a physical player, using his length, using his strength, and just being able to physically dominate players in his second year, only being a sophomore is dynamic. Seeing guys like Angelo, you know, who came in and was a little small, be able to put on weight to play, you know, from a three-tech to a five-tech all the way to a four-eye, you know, that's just great to have. Um, great to have, Like he said, great to have Devin Deal back, Carlos back, because without those guys, you know, me and him can't do what we need to do for the defense without the lineman up front. And so to just go through the spring and fall camp, um, to have Coach T-Rob, you know, a good, you know, defensive line coach that don't mind getting after guys, um, especially, you know, trying to build that level of toughness in that room, I feel like it's something that we have done. And I'm excited to see those guys work on Saturday. No, for sure. Uh, I think it's probably one of our deeper D-line, D-line roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those guys can pretty much play, you know. And we like to say, man, next man up mentality, man. Some guy get in there, you get tired, man, get him out, get somebody else in. That's going to do it. And, I feel like those guys will be able to do that really well this year. Yes, sir. Awesome. And speaking of D-line, i got to give a special shout-out to my guy, Adonis. Oh, my yeah. son's playing tackle football for the first time, all right? And was a little lost and didn't know what was going on. Adonis went in the rain on Saturday and put him through some drills, had him hitting the sled, okay. helping him getting his stance right, showing him how to get off, how to – how to engage, how to get off blocks, and all of a sudden he's having a lot of success in practice. Yes, that's good. So, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, you guys are my favorites because y'all been there from the beginning, but I got to say, the D-line's... It's time to take it away, huh? Yeah, yeah no, I always had a special, you know, dislike for D-linemen, you know, but I, 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 I'm forced to reevaluate my position. I mean, the guy, the guy went above and beyond for me, and I appreciate that, but uh, that's another big guy, though. You know, you look at Adonis, you look at the way his body looks right now. I mean, he's a guy, I mean... He's primarily a run stopper, a guy that has to eat, take, eat up two or three blocks, get you guys loose. Right. But, you know, he's also got some quickness. He's got the ability to get at a quarterback. You can't leave him one-on-one. Right. You know, you can't. he's not a guy you have to take off the field necessarily in a pass rush down. Right. And so you just look at all that versatility. I also think package-wise, and, and don't reveal any – Please don't reveal any government secrets because this will come out before the game on Saturday. <laughs> but um, are we looking at some of some of more exotic packages in terms of I say exotic, but taking maybe some defense ends, jokers, putting them inside three tech special run, run packages? Are we that versatile or um, just <laughs> just know that Coach Hemp has done a great job this offseason of scheming up things to play the players' strengths. Got it. So a lot of things that we're going to line up in on Saturday hasn't been seen before, but it's special. And it's something that uh, uh, Coach Hemp has taken his time to really use to elevate the defense and put playmakers in the right position. So that's that's all I can speak on on that. But just know that, you know, uh, our coaches have done a great job of, you know, using players' versatility in different places. Now, Dory, Dory, I'm going to tell you something. When Nick finished his first interview on the Jimmy O Show, I, we were walking out, and I said, Nick, you got to be age 35 to run for the president of the United States. But when you turn 35, I'm ready to vote for you. Oh, yeah, Nick is silly. I, I think you just saw why. I mean, silly, look, man. Nick is silly, man. Biden's press secretary couldn't do as good of a job. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, how about our guys on the other side of the ball? You know, how, how um, just from what you saw progression-wise from, you know, they start the spring, they're installing a new scheme. I mean, not, you know, there's carryover, but really kind of a new offense to where they are now. Um, 
Oh, should we expect exciting things from the offense offense on Saturday? Yes, sir. For yes, sure. Sir. Um, they got a lot of they got a lot of depth in the wide receiver position. All over, really. They got a lot of depth. They got a lot of depth in running back, you know, wide receiver, tight end. The old line's getting better every day, man. It's it's great to see, especially because you know those are the guys that are gonna keep us off the field. So right. it is great <laughs> right. to see those guys, you know, go in there and get after it, you know, compete, make us better even. So it's it's great to have those guys, man. I feel like one of the things that the coaches did a great job of is bringing in guys that are able to add to what we're trying to do, able to, you know, come in and play right off bat. You know, you look at guys like, even though he came in last year, but Shea Wyatt, dynamic receiver. Keys. Uh, LaMarcus Keys, dynamic receiver, and, you know, going to be big in the uh, kicking game for us this year. Um, looking at guys like Dede coming in and adding to the receiver room, you know, taking some of the stress off Deuce and Fat and Quan. Looking at the O-line, you know, Big Prince Pines. <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's a load. A, yeah, he's a huge guy, but he's somebody that has come in, you know, doesn't say a lot off the field, but definitely plays hard. Um, Caden um, plays very aggressive. Um, and so I feel like, you know, that's just, you can't forget about a shot in the backfield. Um, so I feel like we're very talented offensively, got a lot of weapons, got a lot of depth, like Dorian said. And, you know, can't wait to see those boys get their shot on the two for sure. Oh, I know, man. Look, I, I was impressed. I saw Prince again and I saw them, you know, you're watching sort of the new guys when you come out practice as an offensive lineman. I'm watching them at least. And Prince is a low, but I mean, the guy moves. Pretty well for a guy yeah, this does. size. He, and good. he does. And he can dance. I don't know if you yeah, know. Oh, no, yeah. He can dance. He can dance. Well, he's another one that kind of reminds me a little bit of, of Sincere in that if he gets his hands on you, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's trouble. It's tough. It's trouble. You got to gotta, gotta, gotta work that yeah, hand, yeah, that yeah, hand yeah. technique. Yes, keep, keep him from getting a grip on you. Definitely. Not for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, man. It's exciting. I know. And, and, and you know, I, I and one thing we saw, and I don't, I don't think I'm giving anything away, but, you know, if you're going to give us the shots. It looks like we're going to take it a little bit on offense. There's some aggression there in the way Coach Trevota has done things. And and some of the guys you mentioned have shown the ability to uh, to go get those one-on-ones right. deep. You know, another one, uh, young guy, man, he's a big old, big old guy is uh, Brazil, huh? Chris Brazel. Chris Brazel, yeah. yeah no, he, he's a guy, man. He, he He'll run. He's fast. He's long. He's physical, man. He'll, he'll go up and get it for sure. Right. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he does this year as well. Yeah. I'm excited to just see his overall career. Um, seeing you know what being in the college uh, collegiate strength program is gonna do for him because he's already a big kid. Um, and he's just shown uh, just extreme athleticism over camp. Just going up, catching fade balls, um, catching slants, being able to take it the distance. Um, but he's a great, great receiver. He's going to play a lot this year. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting about it is, is you know, we've, we've had depth at running back for a while. But the frustrating part is, like, when the other parts of the game are sort of breaking down, it doesn't matter how deep you are running back. If you only run a certain amount of plays because you're not converting on third down, it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating for you guys, for y'all having to go back on the field, particularly if we're playing fast uh, and, and not making first downs. But but once you get to a certain point at all the different positions, things sort of build themselves because those, those those nine deep at receiver, they, all of a sudden we convert. The offensive line doing a better job. We convert in third down. That's giving up op- more opportunities to use that depth, that running back, right? Mm-hmm. So you might have a game where Tajay's got 15 carries, Cam's got 12 carries, Shadi's got, you know, 10, and Celestine's got 10. I mean, look, that's – have we run it that many times? Yeah. We won the game. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But so, so let's see that Saturday. But <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, with, with respect to, to tempo, though, um, 
when you're on the sideline and you, you and your, your offense is playing at a fast tempo, I know it's, it's an advantage to the offense to do so. But is there any time you're just sitting there and like, guys, look, y'all want to take that play to go like down to ten or twelve every now and, then and give us a breather? That'd be all right. Or y'all just understand that that's part of the game, man. They gotta hey, go fast. It's part of the game. Um, you know, we we always play. We always say we one team, one heartbeat, man. So, you know. Um, we we on those guys. We got along on us. We getting our conditioning up, so we're ready to play, man. And we got depth everywhere, on defense, right. so we're not we're not too worried about the offense on their tempo, man. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just let those boys go out there and do what they gotta do, man. They gotta, they're gonna do what they gotta do. And this is one of the things that we also emphasize is just getting off the field on third down. You know, as a defense, Coach Hemp told us, and it's really a reality, and it's one of the keys to keeping people healthy early in the season is not playing that many snaps on defense. You know, being able to get three and outs. Um, series after series, get more opportunities back to the offense so they can do their thing. Um, and that's just one of the things we're just going to pride ourselves on trying to accomplish this year, um, just getting off the field on third down, you know, mm-hmm. handling business first and second, getting in the third and long, and getting off the field. Now, I want to go back, and I want to tell you all about a program we put in place, but um, but I'd be remiss not to talk about my guy making. You know, I had him in here. He was back at the deep safety. Now making. Now he's playing closer to the line again, huh? Is he mm-hmm. playing playing more nickel? Is that what it looks like? Or he's gonna be all over the place, man. Yeah, not making all over the place, man. He's one of those type of guys. You know, he can cover. He can come down and hit. Making likes to be in the box. He's one of those guys. He he wants to cover the A gap. Like, we, we don't quite want you to cover that guy, but we, we, you can if you want to. But we know you're big enough to yeah, do it now. Nah, you're 205, yeah, nah. yeah, Megan. Megan will throw every bit of himself into every tackle, man, and that's what I love about Megan, man. Yeah, he's fun to be around. Yeah, for sure. And then you got to think about, like, the COVID year, making uh, start at nickel the whole year. I want to say he had about four or five sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last year he was on the deep end playing safety and had about four or five picks. Right. So he's just one of those players that no matter where you put him, he's going to produce. Um, and – that's what he's going to do this year, whether he's a nickel, whether he's a strong or free safety, he's just going to make plays. Yeah, and, and you know, another thing he brings to the table and the other guys behind you I want to talk about, he brings a lot of headiness to the position. He's right. a smart football player, as is your roommate, Larry. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Larry, Larry is uh, healthy. Yeah, he right? is. He is. Had a great practice today, actually. Um, mm-hmm. He's just saying that he's feeling rejuvenated, feeling like his old self again. Um, and this is one of the things you just love to see. You know, I'm with him uh, all the time, all, you know, every day. And it was just one of the things that weighed on him heavily is just being injured last year um, and just fighting with the understanding of you can't really control injuries, but it's also frustrating. So to just see him just overall have his confidence back, have his swagger back, his safety, um, is great because, I mean, Larry, he – is the, the most experienced in that room. You know, he um, played a lot, you know, our, well, my sophomore year, his freshman when we first got here, um, that 2019 year, and he has the most experience in that room. So to be able to have him on the field and be able to make plays um, and play like his uh, old self is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Larry had a huge game back home for the Armed Forces Bowl. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, at that time, you look at it, I was like, man, we got an all-conference safety on our hands. And, you know, he played at a high level, but then last year he was so banged up and right. it affected his play. And um, not that he played poorly, but, I mean, you know, he just wasn't that same dynamic player. And not, now to have him back is a huge boon to defense. A guy who can, can do a lot of different things. He can give you zone. He can give you man. He can he can tackle, you know, do all them things. And so, and then, of course, we added Lummy back there oh, with yeah. those guys. Yes. Lummy's a ball hawk, Lummy is a ball hawk. Lummy's a ball hawk, man. He's going to go off the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the breaks he makes is like, like the quarterback think he's there. On film, you would think that the wide receiver's open. He'd come down and pick it, man. And he's going to make something happen once he, once he picks it. That's a, I think that's he had about, 
about six interceptions camp. over the course of camp. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, and he's not afraid to hit either. So he's not – he's a ball <laughs> hog, but he's also a heat-seeking missile. You know, he'll come down and do what he got to do in the box. So just have those three guys, just, you know, experienced guys at that on the back end is just, just awesome to have. Yeah, I mean, the amount of snaps that they've all had. I mean, they all – with y'all in terms of total college snaps, I mean, you kind of – at this point, you've seen it all. Right. And, and there's just so many little things, and particularly when their offenses are playing so fast. I'm like, it might be one little, two little tells – that if a, as an inexperienced player, you might have all the talent in the world, you don't see it, but it's like if you see motion a certain way, you know from playing 2,000 snaps, okay, that's telling me, you know, uh, what might be coming, what right. not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in, experience, when you can have it, is invaluable. And so we got that with y'all. We got that with those guys. Um, and so, look, so this is the problem, though. Y'all, so, you got y'all, y'all good. Those guys are good. We got, we got some talented corners with Jaden and those guys. Um, and in the defensive line. So the fear of the wave, we're instituting a player of the week program this year. Mm-hmm. But because I was so worried about, you know, having to pick one of – I can't pick one of my – you know, it's like asking a mom who's her favorite child. <laughs> my, my wife might tell me her opinion on that, but she, to them, she always yeah, says, oh, I got four of them. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Now, she, she loves them all equally. <laughs> but um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do – we're going to spread love all around. So we're going to have a fear of the wave defensive player of the week that's going to be the, the linebackers and defensive backfield. But okay. we're going to have a defensive lineman of the week. Okay. And then we're going to have an offensive lineman of the week. And we're going to have an offensive skill of the week. And we're going to have a special teams player of the week because, you know, and that could be – that's not just the specialists. Those are the guys going down making tackles, the guys blowing up. Now, we probably have to do something where we don't have, you know, because I know y'all, you you definitely still play special teams. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. Now, do you play on any of the special yes, units? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, okay. Frizz so, will keep you on those kicking games. Yeah. <laughs> so, we probably won't double you up. We'll find somebody else to give some love to. But um, but then also, because they're so important, we're going to have a scout, a scout team offensive player of the week, a scout team defensive player of the week, and a scout team special team of the week. Yes, sir. And so, every every week, the fear, fear the wave, we're going to – you know, in promotion of the network and our charitable causes, um, we're gonna we're gonna designate y'all, and we'll do some interviews after each game with all of our recipients. And it'll be shorter than this, but we'll get everybody on. And but this is what you got to do: you got to make your list of your favorite charities. You got to be ready to shout them out and and raise awareness about the different right. charities you want to support. Because I know y'all gonna both be winning <laughs> lots yes, of awards, right? Let's do it. Let's sure. do it. All right, very good. So I'm excited about that program. It's gonna be a, a blast throughout the season. And guys, I guess I'll leave you with this. So you know, we we um, you put in all the work. You know, the the countless hours. There's so many sacrifices beyond the amount of time and work. There's those those parties you can't go to. And it's that studying you got to do uh, when you're dead, dead tired, and, and you know you can't take your girl to a special place because you got a team event, and all these different things. It's all for a reason, though, right? And it's it is all, and this is all on your plate now. Um, do y'all feel? I mean, I, I remember in back in '98, we just knew there was a feeling, and as you got through camp and got through without too many injuries and all that, and we kind of looked at it, and the unit was so that we just knew something special was about to happen. Y'all feel? Y'all feel that weight on you? You feel the weight of something special in the environment around yes, the Wilson Center? Yes, sir, for sure. Um, I can say as far as like my relationship with the team, I feel like this is one of the closer teams I've ever been on. Um, we like have each other's back. 
you know, we we may argue and big, but we know, like, we all have love for each other, you know what I mean? It's for the greater cause, and we all know we're going to get into each other, but, you know, it's all love at the end of the day, man. We all trying to, we got one end goal, and it's to win. Win every week. That's our goal, man. And I just feel like just the team attitude and just that fire that we have to get on the field and just right all the wrongs from last year. You know, I know we've, we've shied away from talking about it, but just to be able to show, like, who we really are, like, show, you know, that these fans aren't just cheering us on for nothing, showing that these our supporters aren't just there for nothing. Um, and to just write, like I said, just rewrite the script from last year and just go out there and just play ball is something that, everybody's excited for it. like everybody's just eager for it, just going out there and showing who we really are um because nobody really took the time last year to go watch the games and see how talented we were they just looked at the record and was like oh you know forget about those guys and that's just something that has left a bad taste in our mouth but not a taste for you know just being angry being upset but just a taste for just go out there and eat just go out there and you know dominate week after week um and like i said thousands of times the goal is a conference championship this year like it's not 500 it's not you know just winning seven eight games we're trying to win it all we're going to win it all and it's just the mentality across the board mentality across the team mentality with the coaches is to just go out there and just take it all you know this year and I'm just excited for it eager for it ready to ready to suit up but like Dorian said it's something that's going to come on a weekend a week out basis um like I said this is my last ride as a a, a collegiate player um, and I don't want to take any game for granted. I don't want to overlook any opponent. I want to put my all into each opportunity week in, week out. Because at the end of the day, after the NFL career, you're still going to look back to your last year of college and be like, man, like, it flew. You know, so I just want to mesmerize each moment uh, with my teammates uh, week in, week out, and just go, like you said, go 1-0 each week. Yeah, I mean, I'm a... I and that's it. And, 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 and that's it. It's the time with the teammates because at the end of the day, and, and when, particularly when you accomplish something big, right, when people want to say same old Tulane, you're saying, bro, you, that means nothing to us. We believe in us. We know that we got something special right. in our hands and, and we're going to prove the world wrong. And that making others believe starts with you believing in each right. other, right? It's, it's the people in that room. But at the end of the day, when you go through it all, and you get out into your careers, whether it be in the NFL and or after NFL doing other things, when you're president, Nick, uh, you know, there is nothing, I can promise you this, being 44 years old now, there is nothing that you're going to cherish more than looking back to the time you spent in that locker room with those guys. No matter what they look like, you know, where they came from, whatever, that's your brotherhood that you're always going to have. And y'all got 14 rides left together, max, right? right. Mm -hmm. And I, I sure hope we max out those 14. For sure. Got to. And, and, but these are the last 14. So, guys, I just want y'all to go out there and enjoy the heck out of those 14. And, you know, 20 years from now, you could be like me, sitting, interviewing some other guys. They're like, I'm telling you, young son, y'all going to look back. It was a special time. <laughs> but y'all going to remember those times. Y'all going to get together. And when you get together 20, you know, 15 years later, 20 years later, whatever it is, it's like you don't miss a beat, you know, and it's, it's you're back in that locker room. And it's just a special, special thing that most people don't get to experience, that you get to experience as a member of a football team. And uh, guys, I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you health, I wish you success, and I can't wait. 
to watch you guys roll this year. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, guys. And guys, that, that's going to do it for the Jimmy O Show, the kickoff special. By the time you watch this, we will be on the eve of kickoff Saturday, 6 o'clock, UMass at Human Stadium. Get your tickets. It's going to be a heck of a good time. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bradley. Thank you, Stack, Stack Coaching, and uh, Roll Wave. Roll Wave.